three, two, one. What is up, everyone? Welcome back to Conversing with Chris and Musa, the podcast. Today is Tuesday. It is August 24th. It is approximately 6.56 in the p.m. on another hot-ass day here in the Sun City, El Paso, 915. Yes, sir. As always, guys, Mr. Misael is here with us. Say what's up to the podcast, Misael. Yo, yo, yo. What it do, what it do, what it do. Also, guys, in the producer chair, our boy, Jacob, from hey, what's Exotic up, Snacks, is here. Say what's up, brother. Pleasure to be here, guys. Appreciate you guys. Hey. Dude, he's back, bro. He's back, he's bro. Back. And he's got more snacks for us. We're Dude, gonna get into that later. Just keep getting more exotic. And more, more yes, exactly. Yeah. Guys, for episode ninety, we have a very special guest. We have Mr. Colt DeMorris here. He is the founder of the El Paso Normal Chapter, which is one of the biggest advocacy groups for marijuana. Uh, throughout the state of Texas and I know throughout the country. So say what's up to the podcast, man. Man, how's it going, guys? Thank you guys for having me. Damn, welcome, bro. Welcome. This room's never smelled so good before, dog. <laughs> That's what's up, dude. Thank you for being here, Colt. This interview has been literally like a year in the making. We just fucking looked at my messages to you the la- the first time I reached out to you for being to try to be on the podcast. So definitely, thank you for coming through today. I know that's, you're a busy that's man. That's almost two years. That was that was November of twenty. Oh yeah, that's almost two years. Yeah, that's true. Wow, yeah. um, but we won't count twenty twenty. Right, twenty twenty doesn't count. Uh, so it's been a few like months. Eight months. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, dude, thank you for being here today. I know you're a busy guy. You were out at city council today. Um, we'll talk about that right now. But for the people who may not know who you are, go ahead and introduce yourself to the podcast, man. Well, my name is Colt DeMorris. I am the founder and executive director of the El Paso chapter of the National Organization for the Reform of Marijuana Laws. Um, I've been an advocate for 12 years. I've been a a hardcore activist with my feet on the ground for the last seven. Uh, It all started after I watched my mother take her last breath uh, from cancer. I kind of knew then what uh, cannabis could do. I knew cancer patients would take it and... They would help them eat while they were on chemo or whatnot. And it was shortly after my mother's passing that I found out that there were people out here curing their cancer with cannabis. They were out here beating cancer, um, becoming cancer-free, all with just the use of cannabis. Uh, So I set out to make it my goal that nobody else had to go through what I had to go through when I lost my mom. Oh, yeah, bro. That's a very admirable thing to go through, man. And then to be like as much of a um, as much of a activist as you are, I mean, you're all over the place. Like I said, you were at city council today. We're gonna get into that a little bit right now. Uh, but I just wanted to once again thank you for being here today. And um, before we start this podcast, guys, we have a fucking tradition. It's a tradition unlike any other. It's called the cracking of the celebratory beer, and it sounds like this. So shout out to you all for being here, guys. We got a good podcast for you. We're going to talk a lot about marijuana and trying to push the envelope on getting it legalized here in the state of Texas, all that good stuff. And then also about some stuff that happened at city council today. So we got a good agenda for you. And then also we got some exotic ass snacks again, courtesy of Jacob from exotic snacks EP. So we're going to get all into that. I have a feeling they're going to taste really good after a while. (laughs) (laughs) And I just realized that we should probably be looking. Camera. Right, no, you're good, dude. <laughs> you're good. No, just yeah. I'm if back. anything, I'm just back. come here. Guys. Right, just <laughs> just speak a little bit closer to the mic, and we'll be good. But yeah, man. So, uh, how how old were you when you first fucking smoked weed? Like, how like were you like a teenager? And if so, what grade were you in? What was the circumstance? I was. I was 14. Um, I remember it was it was in between eighth. It was the summer between eighth grade and freshman year. Uh, I had gone to Catholic school my whole life from oh. first to eighth grade. 
public school was going to be my first year in public school was going to be, be high, high school. school. Damn. Yeah. So uh, some friends of mine from around the block were uh, <clears throat> they were smoking some. They had well, they showed me some first of all, and then uh, they said they were going to smoke it, and then later on. Uh, it was gone, and I was like, man, I wanted to try it with you. So, <laughs> so I gave them five bucks to get me a nickel bag, and, and they brought me a nickel bag, and uh, I went in my, I rolled up a foil pipe. I went in my parents' backyard, and uh, and I smoked some. And See, he's I, a real I, advocate. He started on Reggie, so. I, yeah, it, 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 it was. Yeah, I had he, to pick the seeds out. Um, <laughs> definitely was Reggie time. He's an OG. And... Um, I went in my backyard. I smoked it. I knew I was going to go to the mall with like the kid that lived behind me, my my friend growing up, Coy Green man. Like so, I was going to go to the mall with him and his mom, and and I smoked it, and and I didn't feel high. I didn't get high. And when I was in the car with him, I was like, "Yo, my eyes red? My eyes? No, no. Why? I was like, do I smell? Do I smell? Uh oh, I started hitting you. And no, I really didn't feel it either. I was just kind of like, what's going on? You know what I mean? Fucking oregano. The next time, no, it was real. I've heard that. The before. next time, though, it's the first time you do it. It's it was just over. Doesn't get you. I've yeah. heard that before. <laughs> Honestly, that's so what, a very like, common thing, right? That's what happened to me, dude. The very first time I smoked weed in middle school in some like random ass field behind Lincoln, like out of a shitty apple, some Reggie. I didn't feel shit, dude. I honestly didn't feel anything, and so I think that's like I don't know if it's just like you and your body adapting to the THC, but the very first time, I, yeah, I was like, "What the fuck is this?" Yeah, I, it, it didn't do nothing to me, and. And I was trying to see if any of the effects were happening, the red eyes, you know, stuff like that. And uh, I don't remember the next time it was, but I know after the next time I was in love. Right. It was over from there. I used to smoke so much. We used to roll such big blunts. I used to smoke so much I'd start throwing up. God damn. Like, and it, I would just... Oh. Fucking green face it and shit. Yeah, you know people drink till they throw. Right, yeah, it's almost the same thing. Almost the same thing. Me, yeah, I was dude. in high school, competitively man. smoking. I wasn't gonna, you know, I wasn't gonna I let that, somebody out smoking. <laughs> See, competitively. <laughs> That's funny, dude. That's what's up. And so you grew up where in El Paso, Northeast, or Northeast El Paso? How was that? Dude? Born and raised. Um, Is he the first Northeasterner we've had? I don't uh, think so. No, Iggy. We had Iggy on. He grew up in the Northeast. DJ Bond is over there, no? Yeah, I think DJ Bonds too. So yeah, bad question there. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Veterans Park area, right off, actually on Trojan, on Trojan, the street that H.E. Charles is on. So I grew up uh, in that area, and then uh, yeah, man, it was it was it was a love story after after my after my first high. I'll say I'm not after my first smoke, but after my first high. Hey, that's what's up, dude. So when you started becoming like an activist, obviously you told the story about about your mother and like how did you. Because what's interesting about you is not only like, I mean, people would be like, oh, yeah, he's just a fucking stoner, loves weed, whatever. But when you talk to you, like, you're very intelligent and you know, like, the laws and all the legal language. And I know you worked at a law firm for a little bit. Um, what law firm did you work at? So I worked at Canada Law Firm. Uh, we were just um, civil. Uh, we did a lot of construction law, business law, uh, stuff like that. So my mom passed in 2009. And shortly after she passed, I started a Facebook page, an education page called Cannabis Users United. And um, all the research that I read, all of the scientific studies that I read, uh, all of that stuff, I, I shared this stuff uh, to the public, you know. And I started uh, educating. Um, by the time I kind of quit that and moved on to bigger and better things, I was doing about 11,000 people around the world. Um, interacting, and that was, you know, 
that was a it was a lot of people and um at that time I came across Dallas Fort Worth normal and I knew I had known what normal was uh I didn't know that they had sub chapters like right. that and when I came across across Dallas Fort Worth normal this was in about this was about 2012 so I'd been doing this for about 3 years um I looked for an El Paso normal and there wasn't one so I decided, well, that's what I'm going to do. That's what, I, that's what my job is, is to give El Paso a voice in this fight. And um, I, I looked into starting a normal chapter. And shortly after that, in December of 2012, my wife was, uh, 2012, my wife was diagnosed with cancer. Uh, so I kind of put all of that on the back burner. Um, I was definitely... Still doing my thing, doing the education, and uh, January of 2013, my wife uh, started uh, chemo and radiation. She went through uh, six sessions of chemo over six weeks, and then she did uh, 55 sessions of direct radiation, and then she did two sessions of brachytherapy, and what that is is she was laying down. It was cervical cancer that she was dealing with. And they put a bean, like a metallic bean in her cervix. And then they put uh, radioactive rods into her cervix. So she was laying down for three days straight with these rods coming out of her. Holy shit. Uh, Nobody could be in the room for longer than five minutes a day. Because of the radiation and shit? Because of the radiation. And that's a day. That's not at a time. That's five minutes a day. And uh, so she did that, and, uh, you know, she finished that uh, about June of 2013, and then um, she kind of looked like she was doing a little bit better. So I continued setting up El Paso Normal, finding my people. Uh, We are a Texas nonprofit, so we have to have a board structure, a board of directors. So that's what I was doing is I was looking for these people. Um, in October of 2013, there was a uh, binational conference uh, downtown between Mexico and the United States uh, talking about uh, all kinds of things, a lot of border issues, uh, drugs being one of them. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, Congressman Beto O'Rourke was congressman at the time, and uh, he was speaking, and they had invited um, – Alan St. Pierre, who was the director of National Normal at that time, to go and speak and talk on something. And he couldn't make it, so he sent um, Cheyenne Weldon. She was the director of Texas Normal at the time. He sent her. So she came down to do it, and the director out of Dallas had told me she was coming down. You know, we should do some kind of meetup. So we did. We planned that. Uh, we actually got it on the news. There's about 30 people out there. I found some more, some more of my directors out there. And... Uh, <coughs> By October of 2013, we were actually a, an established chapter uh, filed with the state of Texas. January of 2014, January 11th of 2014, we kicked off El Paso Normal. We had 230 meet, uh, people at our first meeting. Uh, Congressman Beto O'Rourke was a uh, guest speaker there. Uh, Texas State Senator Jose, Jose Rodriguez was there. And um, <clears throat> it was a great turnout, great crowd, uh, great meeting. And uh, we've been, uh, you know, active ever since. Right. You guys go hard, dude. I mean, you guys have a good following on Facebook. You guys do a 420 March that we'll, we'll talk about here in a bit. But it's, it's actually kind of crazy because not only was um, you lost your mother and your wife due to, like, 
to, to cancer. And it's crazy because when you think about it, like, I don't know if all this could have been prevented if, if Texas had a more compassionate uh, way of viewing ca- cannabis, but I feel like they wouldn't have had to go through so much like intense chemotherapy. Would you agree? So if she, if my wife would have had the option of, of, uh, medicating with cannabis, whether that be cannabis oil, flour, whatever, um, she would have gone that route. She wouldn't have done chemo and radiation. Right. Uh, and that could, that's a lot of people's choice. You know what I mean? They want to go the safer route, whether it's going to just comfort them until their last days, uh, or if it's going to, you know, help um, them get back to normal, get know? back to normal, you know, uh, turn their body into home, have homeostasis established across the body. You know, that's, uh, it, it's going to be more comfortable to them. You're not going to, so my wife didn't die of cancer. My wife had cancer, but, um, she died of the repercussions of the radiation from the chemo. No, not even the chemo. The radiation cooked her intestines. Oh shit. So from that, that, the day after our first meeting, she went to the hospital and, uh, started the complications. And then, um, from the first time, I don't know the exact date, but from the first time, her intestines closed, they cook like if they were cooked in a microwave. <sighs> and from the first time that they closed up until the point she died, she practically starved to death. Damn. It was a period of two years. And what it was is she would eat, she would eat, and her body wouldn't absorb the nutrition because the intestines were cooked. Right. Dead, yeah. And so, so you had to fucking deal with that like, like day in and day out, right? And I'm sure that fucking yep. took a toll on you. Yeah, it did. It did. Um, you know, but do you guys have children? No, she does. She does. Uh, actually her step, my stepdaughter, her daughter works with me at Pecos Valley Productions. Oh, that's good. You know, she's been in the fight, uh, since she's, um, you know, had to go through what she's gone through and, and she was raised around me. So she's done her fair part in the fight too. Damn, dude, that's fucking, (laughs) that shit is so crazy, dude. I can't even like imagine anything like going through anything like that. You know what I mean? And then not like. And like I said, not just once with like your mom, but then again with like your wife. Like, and then the, still have the strength to you know like fight and, and do what you're doing, man. That's well, I think so it cool. adds the feel to it, right? Because it's like, dude, I have a fucking reason to fight, like because like I have literally experienced these things fucking firsthand. And like, if I'm not gonna fucking stand up for this shit and fight for it, then like, who the fuck is going to? You know what I mean? Exactly. And exactly. Speaking of who's going to, I found this awesome picture of him. Your first. That wasn't my first speech. That was uh, my first march in, uh, not my first first march, but my first march in Austin, Texas. That's awesome. So that is at the Capitol. It was raining that day. That's in 2016. And um, they marched from, I don't know, about a mile away uh, down towards the Capitol of Texas. And then, uh, yeah, we spoke in the rain. How many people did you have following that day? Um, there's probably about 300 out there. It's a solid um, group, man. It, it was a solid group. It was nice. They usually can pull, you know, almost a thousand. Dallas pulls a lot, but Austin can pull a pretty big number, but it was raining out that day. So right. I think that kind of hindered it. Um, but yeah, still a great turnout. We spoke in the rain. Yeah, it was, it was an, an awesome experience. Um, Joe Moody had, it was the session, it was the year after the first session that Joe Moody filed the bill that I took him in 2014. And uh, so he sent a message along with me, and and they called me up for his message first, and I I uh, gave his message, and then I spoke on. What I so you helped Joe Joe Moody pass a bill. 
So uh, what it was was in 2014 after, okay, so after we had our initial meeting with Normal, uh, the next month, which would have been February, uh, I wrote my representative. You know, I, I figured, hey, I'm going to be telling all these people, you got to contact your representatives. You got to right. do this. You got to do that. I got to do it, too. So right. I reached out to them. I told them who I was and who I was with, and I wanted to talk to them, and they got back with me, and they met with me. I mean, they set up a meeting between me and him. Did you explain, like, your situation at all, like what you had been through or not right away? Uh, not right away. Okay. Uh, I just told him that I was with El Paso Normal. I was a constituent of his. Right. And uh, I had some ideas for him, and we met at Eloise on the west side. And one day after work, while I was at the law firm, and at the time, Washington, D.C. was going through a decriminalization process where they were trying to make it, if you were caught with any or with an ounce or less, it would be a $100 civil penalty. Right. So, you wouldn't fucking go to jail and shit. Right. Yeah, you wouldn't go to jail, and, and it's not even, it's no criminal action. So... I told him, hey, if this is good enough for our nation's capital, this is good enough for Texas. And we talked about it. I told him about my wife at that time because um, she was she was going through it. And uh, he, uh, he said that because we've become real good friends after that. And he's told me before, you know, he, he left there and he called his staff and was like, hey, tell me why I shouldn't file this bill. And... Uh, they couldn't give him a reason. So, yeah, that bill was written for Texas laws to include, like, Texas statutes and stuff. And it was filed in 2015 and has been filed every session since. Damn, dude. That's fucking legit, dude. And that's what I mean, like, when you say boots on the ground, dude, it doesn't get more fucking boots on the ground than that. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. you're working with the elected representatives that are supposed to actually represent you. But it's actually cool to see that, like, they when somebody comes to them, with a serious issue that they feel right. like you could use some fucking reform that they take you seriously and they don't just fucking piss you off or just say, get the fuck out of here. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so <clears throat> one of the things like that has helped you, I guess, like as an activist would be your knowledge of the law, right? Yes. Did that come from the law firm or did, did you have so, like or your own independent research going on? Is <laughs> <laughs> up on Google all night and shit. He's watching documentaries and shit. <laughs> well, I got into a lot of trouble when I was younger. Not a lot of trouble. I got into some trouble. When Did you I was get arrested younger. for weed a few times? <laughs> no. No. We touch on it a lot um, during a counselor in the con when I was on with them. But right. uh, Shout out to fucking Nico, Nico and, Cam. And, and Iggy and Cam. We're supposed to have a part two. But, uh, so at the age of 15, I uh, started selling and making meth uh, right, be right before I was 16. And uh, that how did how did that happen? Got intense real so quick. He I, got into at, Breaking at, Bad. At school, no, it was way. <laughs> no, I'm, dude. I'm like, like, for, cause, like, dude, that's a fucking pretty hardcore thing to be doing. Dude, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's one thing to be fucking, you know, doing some coke, some fucking Adderalls here and there, and fucking, you know, but to actually be manufacturing like a drug like that, like. So I've always been into science, right? Okay, and. I got into the scene because this girl had come to school. This girl that I had a crush on had come in, took, had come to school high. Okay. Uh, she was with this guy, and he got her high. And and uh, I was like, you know, whatever, fuck you. Like, I, just, I stopped talking to her for a little bit. And then mutual friends of ours had told me, well, you know, you really can't knock it till you try it. And I was no. like, oh, okay. 
And because I've always been told, you know, drugs are bad, drugs are bad, but I never told what drugs did, what, right. you know, why they're bad, or what they were, or anything like that. You know what I mean? Like, so I was like, fuck you, I'm going to try it, and then I'll talk shit about you. And I tried it, and the next 10 years of my life is a book. Jesus. I mean? So, um, so was your thing was like, like you can make better shit than him, or, or how did he <laughs> was just like, you just met the people and you just got into so, it? So, yeah. So, I mean, it was at the time, it was a real small circle, really. It wasn't as big as it was now. Right. Uh, you know, there were a few cooks across the city. Um, none of it now. By the time I was getting out of it, and I've been clean for 12 years. Let's just put that out there. Well, it'll be 11, uh, 11 years this year. I'm sorry. It'll be 11 years in October. Yeah, congratulations. Yeah, dude. That. That's wow. a big fucking deal. Mm-hmm. Give him a fucking round of applause. Yes. <laughs> that is a big one. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it just, I, it was the people that I knew. It was a small circle. And, you know, some of the people that we used to hang around would, with were, were cooks. And I went to one one guy's house, and I didn't even watch him. It's not like I watched him and studied him. I right. just kind of watched how he did things and... uh the next, like, I just wanted to do it. It just interests me. It blew my mind. So I got all the ingredients, all the chemicals and stuff. And uh, the first time I did it was in a Colt 45 bottle. Oh, no, damn. That's <laughs> fucking wild, bro. Yeah, people thought I was going to break the bottle. But I, I did it. So. And it was in my parents' kitchen. <laughs> I'm sorry, mother. <laughs> Mom, I cooked math in your kitchen. I'm sorry. <laughs> I love you. I swear to God, I love you. It's math, mom. That is fucking they were all crazy. Work, so, so, and and it's it's like a two reaction thing. And the first reaction I held for days because I didn't have the rest of the stuff to continue. And and uh, yeah, when I finished it, man, it was. I don't I don't like to talk about it because it seems it sounds like I brag about it, but right. I don't brag about it. But it was. But you were legit. Breaking Bad before Breaking legit. Bad and shit. That, and that's exactly there you go. I say that sometimes, Breaking Bad before Breaking Bad. And right. I, I, I can quote word for word. I was ratted out one time to the DEA by somebody that hadn't been raided. And his exact words on his affidavit were, Colt Morris and his girlfriend, blah, 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 uh, manufacture high-quality methamphetamines in a trailer park, in an unknown trailer park off Dyer. But he had to say high quality, so Fuck. thank you. So, hey. <laughs> I mean, quality. if you're going to fucking tell on me, at least fucking make me look good. At you least know, he so. complimented him. Right. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Will you be mad at that or not? Like, that's a real question. Uh, dude, dude, you're fu- that's fucking so fucking crazy, dude. But like, right? <laughs> so... So did you did you go to fucking jail for a while or did like so probation? In, or uh, there was one time in two thousand and four. Yeah, I know because I can remember my case number. Right. In two thousand four, <laughs> I can relate, bro. Yeah, so in two thousand in two thousand and four, uh, twenty eighteen C one zero zero three four five six. Some stupid shit like that. Two zero zero four zero D zero zero seven five four. You can look numbers. that up on EP County, right? EP uh, County jail record search. You can find that shit, dude. Yes. So, I don't even remember the year it was born. Uh, right. That's crazy. So, um, I so I was away from my house and. Uh, uh, I was at Walmart, actually. I was buying my girlfriend at the time a ring. Her birthday was the next day. Hey. And I come back, and cops were surrounding my trailer. Oh, what and, a time. And I was like, what the hell? And, um, like, because I knew I had drugs in there that were right. mine, and I had chemicals, and there was, like, seven other people in there, 
I did not want him going down for any of that because it was mine. Right. So I I got out. I gave everything to the person I was with. I told him to drop me off, and I went and I I talked to the cops and I tried to tell them where where my drugs were and blah blah blah. And luckily the cop let me. Well, they charged me for I had over two grams for sure. They charged me for under a gram, and then the cop let me dump all my chemicals. So. Why wow. I don't know, but I got to jump all my shit down the toilet. Uh, so sometimes he did, he did cool. threaten the DEA on me because I told him he it's because he took that other gram. That's why. That yeah, I, that's I, what it was. Something happened to it yeah. for sure. I know there was more dope than a gram for sure. So fucking okay. So that happens. And so so that puts to to get back on 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 the topic, the counselor and the con and. Uh, so I've been on both sides of the right. drug war. I am not a criminal. Right. You know, but that helps you understand the fucking, the law exactly. better because when you go through that shit, you. you pay attention and you learn like what the fuck's going to happen to me. Oh, well, I'm going to be, you know, I got convicted of this or I'm going to be p- placed on a deferred probation for this. And if I do it, I'll get it dismissed. Yeah. Um, I've been on both sides <clears throat> of the law. I know there are good people that are stuck uh, being, you know, stuck in that kind right. of realm. And they're, they're, you know, they might get high, they might, you know, but they're not uh, bad people. They need, they need help. They don't need jail. Right. And that's kind of been, been my whole goal. Like the, dr- dr- the drug war across the whole United States is, has been failed. It's a racist war. And, um, you know, marijuana prohibition is just one leg of it. Right. And it's all disproportionately uh, done across the spectrum, you know, no matter what the drug is, you know what I mean? So it, that's, I know that, and so I'm, I'm working on, on removing the, fel- I, I am a convicted felon, but I'm re- working on removing the convicted felon tag off my name. Um, I can't really give too much detail into that right now, but right. that's my current project. Okay. And uh, once I succeed at doing that, I want to uh, help others do the same thing. Because there, a lot, the felony having a felon behind, a felony behind your name does hinder a lot of people. Right, dude, that makes a big difference when you're yeah. applying for jobs, even for like like aid or going to school. Like, dude, if you have a felony, fucking, you can't get financial aid to go to UTEP, dude. You're like, fuck no, you can't, you can't better yourself, hell no. And that's pretty fucked up, dude. Like, especially when you've already done your time or whatever your and sentence you're was, an education and now you're with. trying to better yourself, and they still fuck you like that, dude. And, and what you're not going to be able to fucking afford UTEP without financial aid. Right. Like, what the fuck are you supposed to do? Right, exactly. And um, unless you, see you know, and, I, and I like how you said it's like these drug laws, the war on drugs. It's meant to like affect a certain group of people, mostly minorities, but people who are in lower class situations. They don't have money. They can't get a good attorney. They don't know what the fuck is going on. And, like, it's, it's, it's like you realize that, but it's, it's fucking true, dude. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, the whole war on drugs was started just to criminalize uh, black people. Yeah. Black people and hippies. Yep. You know what I mean? War protesters. And um, people that wanted to chill. Marijuana prohibition was directly, you know, after the African Americans. But the war on drugs that Nixon brought on, uh, you know, War protesters, they had to have a way to criminalize hippies and black people. And marijuana was the way. There you go. And yeah, dude. And so what, like, what year was marijuana um, made illegal? So marijuana, so it, it was actually 1950 was a city ordinance in El Paso, Texas. That was the first time that a law had been made against the plant. And then in 1932, I don't know, 20, uh, 1937 is when uh, the Marijuana Tax Act went into place and it went illegal. 
We, we looked up the first guy to ever get fucking arrested for marijuana in the USA, and this two is what joints? we found. You two know joints? who it is? Is it? I, I don't know his name, but it's two joints, right? What does it say? I can't. Hardwell. When was when did this happen? February eleventh, eighteen eighty. No, 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 Clicking his clicking the shit, guys. If you guys aren't following us on YouTube, see so you can see the shit that we're looking at while we do it's this fucking name. podcast. I need to look at the screen more. for the audio fucking only, guys. We're looking up the first guy that ever got arrested for weed in the United States. He so, was arrested October second, nineteen thirty-seven. Jesus, that's exact year that that the the tax stamp act went into effect and effectively he was released from prison in 1940 started. Started. But look how, much, how much was it two joints it was it was a very small amount i think dude that is crazy they arrested him for having two joints on him well i oh. think it's well i mean on wikipedia i don't know if it's right it's just it, it they had him um for selling selling it he was part of a raid at a lexington hotel oh okay, okay. so this he was 50 conviction 50 selling cannabis right but how much cannabis could they oh, have I been selling it, back in the day? He was fined a thousand dollars and sent to uh, prison for four years. Wow, dude, that's fucking. Wild. Oh no, four years hard labor. Oh, probably because you had to have. I mean, you had to have a tax stamp to just like you have to have a tax license right. to sell stuff here. To sell stuff nowadays, you had to have a tax stamp to, to sell, sell fucking it. hemp so and shit back that's then. Gotta be it. Yeah, dude, that's, that's crazy. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> so it's, it's. I knew that picture though. I, I definitely it, knew the uh, picture. It's cool that you that to see that like you've gotten your knowledge from being on both sides of the law, like working with a, a like a lawyer and then actually like you know getting in trouble and going through the whole process and having to figure that shit out. If but you can decide, just be on both sides. That's <laughs> well, well, obviously you want to be on one side because it's a lot better on one side than I'm the other. I'm just kidding, side. guys. But I, um, I don't judge. I don't judge. <laughs> I've been there. right on both sides. That's what I'm saying. Like you've been there, so like you can relate. You know what I mean? But I think that also helps make you a better fucking activist you know what i mean yeah yeah exactly i you know it's like um somebody that's never done or been around drugs being a drug counselor yeah you yeah. can be a good one uh, don't get me wrong there's the ones out there but you don't have the experience right. a lot want to be a legit ass right. drug counselor a lot of people that are good counselors up. are ones that have been there and done that and experience and change their life around for the better and want to help the rest you know yeah dude that that's true so one of the things that you also do as part of like the El Paso Normal, you organize a 420 march here in EP. How long have you been doing that? So our first year was uh, 2014 when we kicked Normal off. Um, it was in, oh, we got some stories on this one too. So it was in 2014, May of 2014, and um, we, it was, we probably, we had over, over 100 people for our first year. And we met out, we met at Soho downtown and we all caught a bus up to Schuster and, um, what's Mesa? the one, not, what's the one over from Mesa? Stanton? The other way. Um, fucking one of the Glory Road or one of those fucking It's the one that right runs there? right in front, in front of the hospital. Okay. Anyways, uh, so Mesa, I mean, uh, Schuster and that street. And then we marched from Schuster down Mesa back to Soho. And uh, it was a great turnout. Um, actually, there's a video on it. Um, there's a music video that was done from a lot of it uh, by Bloodshot Band. It's called Come With Me. 
and uh, it shows a lot of footage. We had uh, ambulances honking, fire trucks honking. The Jaguars car was out there honking. Oh, <laughs> hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we were walking. And- <laughs> That's all this says. Hell yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, he goes from like the fire trucks to like, and the Jaguars. Right. Oh, by the way, got them scrippers <laughs> out here. <laughs> <laughs> it was dope. It was dope. You said a bloodshot bandit come with me? Yeah, Bloodshot Bandits come with me. And then uh, there was one part where we were walking and we had the light to cross the street and there's a cop that just cuts us off. Oh, oh hell no. So this is the music video, right? Yeah, this is the music video. Shit's lit, bro. So yeah, it's uh, that's us in the beginning. Was Mike with you at this point? No, no, I didn't know Mike at this time. Okay, we'll get into how you know Mike, but Mike's a pretty cool guy. He's a funny he fucking is. guy. He's a real good. Guy. But yeah, this is crazy, dude. And then like I actually went yeah, to watch, the. You'll see the cops cut. You'll see the cops cutting us off here. Damn, you got that shit on video too. What the cops cut? Yeah. They did. So whoever was recording caught it. But look, people stopping all on Mesa. Right. And we were all. Yeah, that's Mesa right over I ten right there, dude. That's yeah, crazy. right over I ten. Right, we had people honking on I ten. Damn, that's what's up. Do you even dab, bro? <laughs> <laughs> that guy's shirt, that was lit. Yeah, so. dude, that's fucking dope, man. And you've done this, like, and and I went to the la- I didn't go to the last march, but I went to the after party. Um, fucking, it was right there at the venue. Or Chris ain't venue. going nowhere if you have um, to walk. No. <laughs> I'll be there after. Right, I'll see you guys at the end. Party. <laughs> but um, it was at it was at this little fucking like place right there by like city hall and shit, and we had fucking Nico fucking perform oh, this set. Yeah, five hundred one. Okay, yeah, yeah. That, okay. And then uh, fucking that's where I met so Mike. That was this year's. Yeah, that was this year's. That's where I met Mike. I met you for like the first time in person. Yes. Iggy was there. Uh, they did some stand up. So that shit was pretty cool, dude. And like, yeah. there was a good, there was a good amount of people at the after party too. So I can only imagine what that march was like. So we had a, an amazing march this year. Look, there's the cop. That was the cop cutting everybody off. Oh, go back, go back, go back. They were even fucking smoking weed outside the county hey. jail and shit, cutting us off, hardcore. But uh, anybody get in trouble that day? No, we've never had anybody get in trouble at our marches. And do you guys? That's good. Do you guys smoke? So, uh, so, so. Um, this one, I, allegedly, this, this allegedly. one I, on the first one, I smelt it. Um, <laughs> on the second it. one, I smelt it too. It. And I'm going to tell you that on the second one, so we had, this was our first year. On our second year, we, we, it, it got hyped up really big. Right. The event page had like three people or 3,000 people interested, 1,000 people going. So the police department contacted me. And it was the Homeland Security Division of the El Paso Police Department, and they wanted to meet with me. And uh, we met, and they're like, you know, we just want to make sure everything goes smoothly. We're going to have officers on the on the route, blah, blah, blah. We get out there. That, that year it was on Mesa by um, Mesa and uh, Sunland Park. And we started in the Burlington Coat Parking lot, and we walked up some, and we circled back, right? Well, we get out there, and... These guys got a helicopter circling the march. <laughs> the, 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 oh the, the march route. They have Damn. cops posted up everywhere. And we had like 100 people. 
Right. Yeah. <laughs> so Damn, they had a fucking helicopter over y'all. All yeah. of this money what the fuck is that about? All, all these people that signed dope and shit, they probably just got high and forgot. <laughs> that was crazy, dude. <laughs> it's like, what time is it, bro? Yeah, dude. So that 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 march was cool. Well, like I said, I haven't been to the actual march, but the after party was pretty cool. There was a good amount of people there, like I said. Um, so you've also worked with the Texas Cannabis uh, Collective, right? Yeah. Can I say one last thing on the march? Yeah, go ahead, year? dude. Because so, yeah. you guys had mentioned the smoking, so. Uh, we've never really been big on it. This year, we were. It was more of a protest against the fact that they keep arresting us. Right. We've passed. We've got a sign release resolution passed, and we were protesting the fact. So, um, we smoked the entire time um, right. downtown in front of the jail. We lit up. There's a uh, no. There's yeah, a, dude. Oh, there's dude, there's, there's a picture. To, if you go to El Paso Times, uh, look Google El Paso Times, uh, El Paso Marijuana March. Yeah, dude. They, these guys were like all about it, dude, and this nobody year, fucks with them, dude. So how did that? This, yeah, nobody fucked with you guys, nobody and nobody fu- turned. Nobody fucked no, with dude. us at all. We started in San Juancito Plaza. We marched down to City Council. Uh, we stopped there. Me and Mike had some words. We left uh, a big card signed by the people. Oh no, you'll have or. Yeah, that's it. The photos of El Pasoans. There you go. Oh, it just hasn't loaded, I guess. But uh, so uh, we had a huge, uh, we talked in front of city council. Uh, we left on this card signed by all kinds of people right there in, this, in front Look, of the <laughs> That's right outside the jail like a fucking G, dude. Yeah, that that is my man, Christopher, man. He Damn. is a, a true uh, fighter. Um, and look at all that and right in front. Look at the turnout. Wow. Yeah, so we 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 smoked the whole way. We smoked, and everybody everybody lit up right there in front of the jail, protesting Bro, that you know that, that they keep arresting us. And uh, it was epic. This year was a fucking epic. Yeah, dude, that's good shit, man. And like, I think if like uh, for people that want to support like this shit and like be a part of this, like where can they see and and and. Uh, get notified about when all this shit's going down uh where we usually do it on facebook we do have a facebook and an instagram those will be our two main points uh the facebook is going to be just el paso normal uh, as well as the uh as well as the instagram yeah is me saying a weed costume yeah. right there did you see him he's a fucking plant <laughs> yeah guys you guys gotta check i was us on out. there for for work purposes <laughs> right allegedly you guys, guys got to check us out on youtube because on youtube we show you some of the shit that we're looking at so for the audio only audience you guys make sure to check us out on, on youtube because you can see pictures of this march people fucking turned out and Misa was in a weed plant, like we said. And you know what I mean? It's fucking cool, dude. And, and it's crazy to know that all this shit is happening here in El Paso, in our fucking city, in Texas, which just happens to be one of the places that is still very, very um, strict with their fucking cannabis laws. It's like, it's kind of crazy I mean, to I see believe, I feel like we're probably going to be like the last state. No, there'll be some, fuck, there's some more so, strict ass states. What bro. do you think? So a lot of people, a lot of people did light up and, but... We also uh, we had CBD pre rolls that we Very passed good. out hey. that we passed out amongst the crowd and had had the ones that didn't want to light up actual actual high THC right. flower you took care of them they, made sure they're safe yeah dude yeah because it's fucking crazy because like CBD looks exactly like fucking like cannabis and 
You really can't tell the difference. It does the same you know? effect to Blue, though. According to Blue, he can <laughs> he takes CBD and he gets high as shit. <laughs> Bro is gone for three days and shit. He you know said that. I was like, No sé, mamón. Yeah, that shit's fucking crazy. So, um, yeah, guys, make sure you fucking check out our boy Colt. Um, we're coming up on the fucking 40th minute mark here. Oh, dude, I thought it was like 12 minutes. So what we'll do, guys, is we'll take a little break. We'll come back. We'll talk about Colt's work with the Texas Cannabis Collective. Um, you write articles and shit that they feature, right? Yes. Okay, yes, cool. Yeah. And I've seen, dude, and not like only one or two, like a fucking good handful amount. So we'll talk about that. Our boy Jacob's here. He's going to fucking throw some fucking exotic snacks at our face and watch us eat it. Yeah, I'm getting hungry. And then, guys, we're going to talk about some more trending local and national topics. Um, But, yeah, we'll do that on the second half. So make sure you guys are following us on Facebook, liking us on Instagram, YouTube. Hit that fucking subscribe button. Apple Podcasts, leave a rating and a review. Uh, With all that said, guys, we're going to take a quick fucking break, and we will be right back. Yo, yo, yo! Conversing with Chris and Misa, the podcast is sponsored by the top quality and handcrafted glass products made by INI Glass. What is INI Glass? Well, INI Glass products are blown locally here in the 915. And it ranges in use from pipes, pendants, jewelry, decorations, and even goddamn hummingbirds. And a lot more. So make sure to hit up our boy Aaron Lee at INI Glass and tell him your boys. Chris and Misa sent you. All right, motherfuckers. So go ahead, go and support a local El Paso business today. Yo, 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 what it do, what it do? Hey, we know you should saw that fresh new intro. Wasn't that shit sick? Well, we couldn't agree more, guys. Right. We just collaborated with our boy Omar at Sun City Vibes to help create an intro that would take our podcast to the next level. Do you need help with your video editing and content creation to help elevate your business to the next level? Well, Sun City Vibes has you covered without a doubt. Yeah, that's right, guys. Whether it's a logo reveal, a music video, drone footage, or even t-shirt printing, guys, hit up Sun City Vibes for quality work and affordable price. Shit, Omar even made us a sick-ass hat. Look at this. It's a fresh-ass hat. Fresh. Shit's fresh. Fresh. So, yeah, guys, go help support those that support us and hit up our boy Omar and tell him Chris and Misa sent you from the podcast and help support a local El Paso business today. Let's go. Yeah. All right, guys, we are back from break. Number, num- oh, fucking Jesus Christ. Episode number 90 featuring our boy Colt DeMorris of Conversing with Chris and Misa, the podcast. Make sure you guys are following us on Facebook, liking us on Instagram, uh, fucking subscribe to our YouTube channel, guys. We need to get to 300 subscribers. Please. And then Apple Podcasts, leave a rating and a, and a review so more people can fucking find our podcast. So, Colt, thank you for being here today, man. We're having a lot of fun. We have some good conversation going. Uh, how are you feeling the vibes today, man? Man, thank you both. I love being here, you know. Um I'm here. I'm here. Let's let's. We're here, bro. We're, yeah, we're, we're doing here. our thing. We're <laughs> we're getting we're getting lit and staying faded, being medicated. You know what I mean? Hey, so, uh, homeboy's got some bars. Did you learn to rap in the Northeast or what? Dude? <laughs> Everybody does. I heard that's, that's a requirement. You know what I mean? That's what's up, dude. But yeah, thank you for being here today, dude. This we're having a great time. Shout out to all of our thank sponsors, you, guys. I and I Glass. 
our boy Aaron Lee. If you guys need any kind of custom glass work, that's your boy. Go hit him up on IG. Our boy Omar from Sun City Vibes, the best videographer in the city of El Paso. If you guys need a music video, uh, any sort of logo design, logo reveals, any anything with drone shots, that's your guys at uh, at Sun City Vibes. Uh, my boy Omar. And we got our boy Jacob here, our fucking exotic yes, snacks sir. plug here. And he brought some fucking crazy f- fucking chip that we're going to get into right now. And I'm actually kind of scared because it has, like, what, some sort of, like, percentage of squid in there? It's 0.3%. 0.3%. Jesus Christ, man. Where you know, I know you're exotic, dude. Can you turn it down, like, one fucking notch? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, we, can, can we get it's some Mexican candy or it's some shit? <laughs> Where was this from again? What, what was That's the squid again? Thailand. Hot chili Hot squid. Chili squid. So, yeah, guys, we, we're going to get into all that right now. So, Mr. Cole, we were talking about um, your contributions with the fucking um, the Texas Cannabis Collective. Um, from what I understand, that's like an informative website, right, that people can go to and they have articles and they, they talk about, like, what's going on with cannabis law here in the state of Texas. So how did that, how did that like, get going for you? Well, definitely it is one of the, you know, it is a news source here in Texas for a cannabis news and uh, – it was uh, founded by Austin Zamhariri out of uh, the Dallas area. And, um, <clears throat> you know, he they had people writing for him, and he had reached out to me and, and told me, asked me, you know, hey, would you like to write for us? And, uh, you know, I was interested. And there was a point in time where I had been asked to write for other publications, and I just wasn't. It wasn't the right time. Right. So, um, I, you know, at that time, it, it, the timing was perfect, and, and I I started putting uh, my thoughts to, you know, at the time I was putting a lot of my thoughts straight to Facebook. And so um, I started taking that and turning them into articles. I'd still put, you know, everything out on Facebook, but I would transcend those into articles, and uh, we would, uh, I would, you know, we'd publish them uh, through the, the collective uh, the collective has now turned into a 501c3 nonprofit. Um, they're doing a lot of work, a lot of education, uh, you know, in East Texas, the Dallas area, uh, meeting out in Deep Element stuff, and uh, you know, and I haven't I haven't put out an article in a while. Um, I'm kind of thinking that one's going to be coming up here after September 1st. Uh, you know, so. Uh, a lot of a lot of the stuff that I did on there, if you uh, go to like or go to, if you click on my name, wherever it says uh, the author, <clears throat> there's going to be an article where I blew the reciprocal program out of the water. What is right. that? And um, that's where, uh, you know, July of last year, uh, the law changed in New Mexico that allowed out-of-state patients and the way the law was written it allowed people with a proof of authorization and that was it and uh uh, you would have to find on on my article if you clicked on my name so this was in regards to like the legal fucking or the medical weed in in new mexico at the at that point right? yeah exactly so um and and so what so what it was so people can can get an understanding is that you could get medical fucking marijuana from the state of New Mexico as long as you had a doctor recommendation and you didn't have to be a resident. Yeah, yeah you look for one that's dated July 3rd, I think. Or no, maybe it's that July, July 23rd. I don't think 20. it was that late, but um 
Yeah, uh, yeah, that may be it. But anyways, I took I, right after right after it happened. I took two patients through the process of um, becoming a, a having a reciprocal uh, license and accessing the same day when not even New Mexico residents can do that in their own state. You know, right. it took them six uh, to eight weeks to get a card to be able to access after they saw a doctor, um, and I was taking you know, El Paso patients uh, the same day and getting them a card like that and accessing the same day. Yeah, dude, so that's fucking wild. it was a loophole in the system, and uh, we blew it out of the water like that. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, we started getting patients access, man. After that, I started getting a lot of messages about, you know, thank you, you know, I've I've been going through this, I've gone through that, it's helping me this, it's helping me that, and... And, you know, that's what I thrive for is those messages of people finding relief and being able to live uh, a comfortable life, you know, uh, a pain, whether it's pain-free or it helps them do this. You know what I mean? Um, so that turned into a battle over the time of that, that it was going on. And, you know, it was a lot of out, it was an outlet that I used for a lot of big, uh, big things. I worked at the hotel for a lot of the time um, or at the end of the law firm when we were closing down. So I had a lot of extra time right. on my hands that so I could sit shit. there on writing. Right. Yeah. You know, if I tried to write <laughs> today, I probably should have write, written about the city council thing that happened today. But Right. So let's talk Let's talk about that because that was another thing that yeah, you were all over Facebook about. Big news, yeah. Um, and there's there was an issue that you guys were, like, uh, protesting, really, and going to city council to kind of get your voice heard. Um, from what I understand, uh, correct me if I'm wrong at any point, but uh, they were trying to pass a measure to get some funding for the El Paso Police Department uh, to be able to test uh, misdemeanor amounts of um, what is supposed to be fucking marijuana, right? So there really wasn't a measure. Uh, what it was was that in the budget there was written for 72000 uh, the, Well, the police had requested for the budget $72,000 to test misdemeanor amounts of marijuana. Uh, <clears throat> when they found under four ounces, that would be under four ounces, anything up to four ounces. Um, they're unable to test that right now because the state did not fund the Department of Public Safety to test misdemeanor amounts of marijuana. They did fund them to test felony amounts of right. flour. And, I, and that's also be, like, that's why the Sheriff's Department won't do that, right? Because they're part of the DPS um, they're more in on the site and release program. Right. Yeah. So that's a little bit different. Um, but they wanted this money because our district attorney is turning away cases because she doesn't have proof that they can distinguish uh, hemp from high THC cannabis during these traffic stops. So she sent out a letter and saying, look, I'm not without a... Uh, Without test results, I'm right. not going to prosecute these cases. So they kind of took it as, well, we're going to go and, and, and find a way to test. And um, what they did is uh, they worked out some kind of contract with the crime lab that they use for, like, murders and stuff, right? right. So um, they're going to use them. They've contracted with them, so... When they get these misdemeanor cases, they're going to send the, 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 evidence. the evidence to them and let them test it for whatever 
They they are asking for seventy two thousand dollars. So what my thinking is, they're just going to add on to the contract that they already have with them, right? Because this is the crime lab that they use for murders and stuff. So the they forensic have to have, lab and exactly. Shit. Right. So they have to have some kind of contract with them. So they're just like adding another leg to the right. They're amending so, the contract to right, include exactly. this type of service now. Exactly. So. Okay. Um, so that was the whole deal. It, it was already in the budget. Uh, you know, if they would have passed the budget today, well, they did pass the budget today, but um, if they wouldn't have talked about it, it would have just gone on in the budget. Right. So um, because we have representatives like uh, Alexandra Anello and Cassandra Hernandez who have been vocal about uh, being against it and it's not right and they have exactly have every good reason why it's not right i I watched cassandra hernandez today and anello and they're both well versed in it and they laid it out so well um they brought it up uh rep cassandra hernandez wanted to amend the budget right so what she was going to do was she was going to allow the police to have this seventy two thousand dollars but she was going to restrict them from using it to test misdemeanor amounts of marijuana. Right. So, yeah, Use cool. the money elsewhere. You can have the money. You just right. can't use it for that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, dude. And, and you know what's interesting, too? And, like, obviously, um, what the process you're talking about is, like, the city council trying to pass a budget for the police department and your district reps, which there's so many of them in El Paso. There's a limited number of them. And those are the people that vote on these things in this city council type of government. And so today they were trying to pass this budget, and that was one of the stipulations to have some money to test for these misdemeanor weed amounts, right? Well, so, yeah, so they had the budget, and then the amendment, uh, the amendment was offered up. And the, the amendment was to restrict that right. money. And so that was what was voted on ultimately, and that's where we ended up losing, right. was they uh, – they, they voted, they vote, and I knew it was going to be a split decision. Uh, two of the reps that had switched places, one that voted for against it, really surprised me. It was Rep Lazarga. Uh, thank you to her. She voted for in our favor. Uh, when I thought the other one that one of the other ones was going to vote in our favor, she voted against it when I thought it was going to be Lazarga. But, anyways, uh, it was a four to four, it was a tie. And because we only have eight city council members, and uh, the mayor voted no, breaking the tie, killing everything. Right. So the funding went through as, as planned, as, as planned, as right. asked for. And it's crazy because you guys, Damn. like, you got you were all over Facebook today. You and Mike, mm-hmm. uh, shout out to your boy Mike. Yeah, um, you guys were there. Uh, you guys are ballsy, bro, because they're in city council, like at city hall. There's police there, and these guys had fucking jars of CBD with them to prove or try to show the city council, like, look, like this shit looks exactly like fucking like high, high grade cannabis. Like, you know what I mean? We don't need to be fucking spending money testing this shit. And that like, this is a clip right here. Mike walking up to the podium, yeah, just confident <laughs> as fuck with the marijuana shirt on. Like, it's just, here beautiful. You go. so I got yeah. some stuff. I got something to tell you about this. Oh well, yeah. You guys are ballsy, bro. He, 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 no, no, no. He, he took it. I wasn't even gonna go. I was at works, but um, I saw that he had took it, and I was like, "All right, I gotta be there." Right. <laughs> so I got down there, and um, uh, on my way down there, he's like, "They pulled they the cops pulled me out. Uh, they wanted to look at my stuff, so uh, they pulled him out of." Um, 
of the city chamber, the council chambers, and they wanted to see his his certificate, right? Right. So really, what they're looking for is a lab a lab report of THC concentration, right. right? So he shows them, but the paperwork he actually shows them is he works for a company, a, a, a friend of mine's company that's called uh, Te- Texas Hypnetics, and they're licensed to grow hemp in the state of Texas, and they're from El Paso. So they grow CBD flower here in El Paso. So, you know, some good stuff. And um, uh, he showed them, like, the letter from the Department of Agriculture saying, yes, Texas Hypnetics is licensed. This is their license number, blah, blah, blah. Nothing about the weed. Yeah. No lab reports. No nothing. No THC concentration. So for all they know... That's, that could that have been, been some, right. high concentrated flour, and yeah, there he's showing. Look, hypnetics is licensed to grow, but it, that does not relate to this flour here. Right, and they were oblivious to it. Yeah, oh, okay, you know, so that just shows how ignorant they are to this, and they don't even know what they're doing. And it, you know, it's it's just how stupid it is because we're not doing anything, you know. Everybody made it out of city council alive. You know, it's not, we're not violent. We just want what, we want freedom. We want, you know, our inalienable rights back. Right. Simple as that. And El Paso has been one of the places that has always had a prohibition on cannabis since way back in the day. One of the very. What was it, 1950? One of the very first places. 1915? 15. Dude, that's fucking crazy, dude. Yeah, so it was... And we're 30, still here. 32 years... Or 20, Over 100 years, 23 dude. years later is when, in 1937, when marijuana prohibition started. Well, what was the, the reason? Country. Do you know what the reason, you know, at 1915 they made it... Because like there was somebody that came over from Mexico and ended up stabbing a deputy over here in El Paso, and he was high on marijuana. Boom, Damn. just like that, dude. Just like that. Yeah, and look at what makes people now. go crazy. That's like right. marijuana madness type. Marijuana madness, bro. That's yeah. where it Reef comes from. Reefer madness. Reefer madness. Reefer madness. Oh, yeah. Reefer. There you go. We were doing the fucking assimilation <laughs> thing. Was, I got you. That I was the you. devil's lettuce. That's what yeah. he smoked. Yeah, dude. Exactly. That shit's fucking crazy. So you've actually like you work at fucking uh, dispensary, right? I do. I do. I work at Pecos Valley Production, where a medical marijuana dispensary. Uh, in the state of New Mexico, and uh, I'm the assistant manager of the Sunland Park store. Um, I don't have a manager above me. I report to uh, the owners of the company. Um, you know, uh, my time there, I just actually today, today's the 24th, right? Right. So a year ago today, I was sitting in Roswell with all three owners of the company, Getting interviewed. Nobody does that. Nobody gets a interviewed. A year like exactly that. today. A year ago exactly today. Wow. And, and usually, like when my stepdaughter got hired, she got I was I got her the job too, kind of. Uh, well, I did, but uh, she got hired like a couple of days from before me. But when she got interviewed, she got interviewed by the manager of the store, uh, a regional manager, and then a manager from the Rio Doso location, which she's like another regional manager. Uh, they took my ass to the owners. Straight <laughs> to the owners, bro. That's yeah. what's up. And obviously, like, you, the interview went well enough to where they it fucking, went well. it went you know, well. you know trusted I mean, you to the, run this store here. In the beginning, uh, I mean, it, they told me, you know, they're a family-oriented business. And, and <clears throat> you know, that's what my fight's always been because of is family. And then, like, Bennett's on, on my team. And, and she's my stepdaughter. And, uh, 
you know, we've we've been in the fight together to help patients. That's always what it's been, and and that's where we come from. Uh, you know, I lost my wife; she lost her mother. Uh, so, um, we, we we our goal was to set out to help patients, and that's and PVP, uh, Pecos Valley has allowed us to do that. You know, really well uh, by interacting and working with patients on a daily basis. Um, there was a point in time, actually, it was. Um, it would have, it was in uh uh it might have been in february or was it last? yeah it was in february i think but in in memory of tony uh we donated uh a whole bunch of oil to two cancer patients uh one of them was a new mexico cancer patient because since we are in new mexico we wanted to give back to those patients right. too right. um another one was a reciprocal or a uh yeah a reciprocal patient in El Paso because we wanted to still be helping our community as well. Uh, even though we're, you know, we're still the same community in Sunland Park, basically. Um, but we still wanted to help one from New Mexico and Texas, and that's what we did. We donated a whole bunch of uh, cannabis oil to both patients. Uh, so we've we've done a lot of work through uh, PVP. And, and it's awesome. You shout allowed out us, Yeah, shout out. They've, they've, they've allowed us to, uh, you know, help, help patients really well. Right. You see yourself there for like a long-term future or is that just kind of like a stepping stone to something else you want to do? You know what? I don't know. Um, I don't, I don't know what tomorrow holds. Right. Uh, you know, I just, uh, just going day by day, give it my all every day. And, uh, you know, PVP has given me a great opportunity, uh, to learn, uh, to be involved and I don't know. We'll see. You know, I I I prepare. I run the store uh, the best I can every day. Right. And we'll just see where where everything takes us. Nice, dude. And real fast, how old are you? How old do I look? I had. Let's half, go around the room here. Hold on, hold on. Life. Before you start, let's go around the room here. Let's guess his age. Let's start with Jacob here. Hey, oh, he puts me on the spot. gotta Let's put go you on the spot. Come on, bro. Let's go, man. Just said number one through putting people on spots here. Um, thirty-seven. Okay, hold on. Blue. Thirty-eight. Thirty-eight. Misa. I gotta say thirty-five. Can I go? Like, oh, fuck, bro. You yeah. guys look every single. <laughs> yeah. God damn. That's right. You guys look every single fucking number. <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the four zero, just to be different. You know. So, um, I had to ask that because every, every time somebody asks me, I always tell them like just straight up. Right. I'd never, and everybody, you ask somebody and they're like, how old do I look? I've right. never been one to ask that question. So I try to catch myself every time. I'm 36. Okay. Hey, nice. Hey, there you hey, go. We all yeah. got that wrong. Every, yeah. Shit. Everybody got it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> he was I close. 35. Dude. Yeah, dude. He was close. So you guys were in the, like right in the middle. Okay. Yeah. How do you think we're, how old do, do, do we all look? We look old as fuck over here, bro. Well, I just shaved, so you. Chris is like in his fifties. Twenty. Bro, I look 30, like twenty-five. Thirty-one and twenty-nine. Yeah, exactly. Hey, oh, damn. You said twenty. No. No, what'd you say? Twenty-eight. You said twenty-eight and thirty. Dude, I'll be thirty-one in three months. <laughs> so what did I say? <laughs> but yeah, dude, there was a lot of numbers funny. flying around no, the room. The reason I, yeah, right. I'm not good at math. So the reason I asked about your age, dude, dude, is just like, you seem like a fucking, like a, like a prophet, like a, like a, like a Yoda in a way, like when it comes to this fucking, like, very wise, why, 
very fucking wise yeah. and like very knowledgeable about everything that's going on related to like all things. Because like he's cannabis. been on both sides, bro. That's why. Both sides, and I like facts. You know what I mean, right? Like, and you got the forest, obviously, too, like right? Facts, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you kind of look like you, are you, know? Are you guys ready to smoke with me? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude, that shit's funny, but yeah, you like for sure, dude. Like you're knowledgeable, so it makes everything easier. It makes like you more accredited because obviously, like, there's so many people that can get on the internet and, you know, talk their shit or whatever, but being able to back it up with, like, knowledge of law and how the fucking shit actually works is a very important it, it's thing. It's kind of like, it's kind of like when people ask me, like, well, Misa, what do you, what do you want it, you know, to pass? And then, like, I can't really tell them, but in my head, I'm saying everything you just said this whole pod, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly I just can't say it out loud. just be like, just listen to the pod now. Yeah, exactly, yes, dude. Just listen yeah. to the pod. You know? In your head, you're not saying shit. You're like, what the you, fuck? You know, when, you know my friend Colt? Well, he said exactly how I feel. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's where, crazy. Where do you stand? Here, listen to this. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, are we about to get a story here? Are we about to get a story about where oh, we... shit. I can tell stories. Okay, let's go, no, let's go where you were going. Where were we going? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, you got it wrong. You got it wrong. Yeah, it's crazy. yeah. We're, it's, I thought I didn't know we what, were wrong. He was, he was in he was the describing the yeah. shit that okay. we were talking. about. Right, my bad. I dropped the ball. Okay, yeah, we're good. Scenario <laughs> okay. Hey, did you see? It was right after he hit that CBD. <laughs> yeah, I just fell apart right there. I just had like a fucking stroke. Forgot what was going on. All right. Next What's your topic. name, dude? Yeah. <laughs> Where are we going? All right. So. All right, guys, let's transition here. Colt, you've, you've talked a lot about fucking marijuana, all, all the things that you're passionate about, and it's been a great time. But now I think we're going to transition to some other shit here. And what better way to transition than our fucking boy, Jacob, from Exotic Snacks, coming through with this fucking yes, chip. Yes, sir. Look at this. Look at this. So what is this, Jacob? Go ahead and tell us. What the fuck is this chip? Hot chili squid from Thailand. Okay, so if people want to try this shit, how can they fucking contact you to get some of this shit? Instagram at Exotic Snacks EP. There you go, guys. It's that easy. So what we're gonna do real fast? uh, We have we have we do this little thing where we like to talk about trending local and national topics. And so this this segment is sponsored by Exotic Snacks EP, and we're gonna try these. Misa, what are these? Dude, these are um, hot chili squid. Okay, so we're going to try these guys. We're going to go ahead and pop them open, pass and, them and around the room. And they're from Thailand, right? I wonder, like, in Thailand, are they, like, just, like, as normal as, like, che- uh, Cheetos to us? That's hot Cheetos in Thailand. Yeah. You know what I mean? All right. That's I'm the equivalent. Scared. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna... I'm to little scared, too. Oh. Um, so we'll check this out. But, Jacob, so you, what, what like other that. shit do you have besides this? I don't like that look. So, uh, I don't could, like the look on your face. We got these green tea matchas. We just tried these the last one. Yeah, those, those are awesome. fire. Dude, those those are were awesome. fire, guys. You guys need to stack up on these for real. And we recently just hit 300 followers. So thank you, everybody. You guys are awesome. Hell yeah. Let's get them to 420. Let's get them to 420, Let's go. guys. Let's, Let's get them to 420. That's a nice goal. Hell yeah, guys. But make sure you guys hit up our boy Jacob, Exotic Snacks EP. They got a bunch of crazy shit. We're going to try these really fast, and then we're going to get into these trending topics. Colt, go ahead and grab one of these. Damn, these are like ruffles, Hey, what too. was that Um, what was I, that Pikachu I, I, one again, that I, drink right there? I wasn't told Is it a drink, or is it? Is <laughs> it? No, these are biscuits. Yeah, we surprised Colt. They're biscuits. Yeah, look, you see the little Pikachu chocolate? Pikachu biscuits? 
No. There's a little chocolate biscuit and then there's vanilla. That's dude, wild. Dude, these sold like hotcakes at the. I was at a market and all the little kids loved them. What do you think, dude? Oh, oh no way! I don't like. Seafood. And it was a really great time. Yeah, I, dude, I hate it. seafood. I'm not a seafood fan. You're, you're, you're Bro, Colt looks so fucking suspect yeah, right now. If I'm in this, you guys are too. Hey, hey, there you go. A real We're warrior. in this fight together. All right, guys. So let's let's try these before we get into these topics here. Let's go ahead and try them in unison. Cheers to everybody. Get your water ready in Wait case. For a beer guy. <laughs> All right, guys. So cheers to cheers, exotic cheers, snacks cheers EP. To the but, most exotic and, snacks in the EP. Go get them. And just so it's clear, the marijuana did not make me do this. Hey, right? this was just all voluntary. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think I need to try another one. It tastes like the fucking barbecue chips. It does. I was about to say. I don't think I taste any squid. It's actually pretty good. I've never had squid, so I don't, yeah. I don't know what squid tastes like. But Here, try another one, Chris. It's pretty good. Here, let me try another one real fast. What do you guys think? How are you guys feeling on this one? You okay? Colt? I, I think I'm good on it. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it wasn't bad, but it's just the iron thing for me. Right. Yeah, I, think, yeah. I think it's just because they put squid on there. Maybe there's... I mean, there was. They said, it truth, says it was truth like... Truth be told, I'm not a Ruffles fan. You, you oh, don't like ruffles? Yeah. That, I mean, they're not ruffles, but they are ruffled. Yeah, yeah. They look, they taste, they have the texture, the texture of ruffles. The texture. Right. Yeah, dude, I feel like if I eat a fuckload of those, like, I would turn into like Squidward or shit, some shit. It doesn't, I mean, I don't taste I didn't think it tastes like, well, I don't know. I don't know, exactly. How do we know if it's supposed to taste like squid? It's like fishy. Kind of, yeah. Right. Those that are pretty fire, I would give, I give those a favorable rating, 8 out of 10. I mean, I'd buy them. They're good. Yeah, for sure. I put them in my fucking turkey sandwich with some hot sauce. Yeah, yeah. why not? They'd be good in the good get that crunch in a turkey. Hell yeah, bro! Get, get that crunch hot going. Oh yeah, I got it. Some provolone cheese. Let me have the empty bag. I'll go buy me some barbecue chips. Put them in, and I'll walk around eating it. Be like, yeah, go check out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 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 He'll be plugging exotic snacks. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude! So yeah, guys, just go so follow. Can, just so I can eat them. <laughs> go follow exotic snacks. Hey, the hundredth. Person to purchase one gets a free squid. A live <laughs> gets a free per- live personally squid. Personally delivered by me, sir. Yeah. <laughs> you better be careful because you might have just created a contract. Right. <laughs> watch out for that. Hey, I'll find a way to happen. Yeah, all, right? all right, guys. So fucking hit are up our ta- boy. Are we talking a live squid? Because they're really not that expensive. I have. Wait, you have a squid or what? You've... No, I don't have a squid, okay. but I've looked at all. You've been in the market for one? <laughs> I've, I've looked. You just ate 0.3% percent of one. You got curious. What powder? Powder. <laughs> he couldn't sleep and he got curious. Right. He's like, let me see what a squid would cost. But yeah, guys. So go check out our boy Exotic Snacks. Get your orders in, guys. And now let's talk about this. How do you guys feel about this? Have you guys seen this fucking crate challenge? Dude, I can see that's, all, that's all you see, bro. Has fucking so, taken over the internet. Dude, I want to know where the hell are these people getting these fucking crates? Hold on, let me tell you something. I gotta, I gotta start before we go <laughs> into this. Before we go into, so I, I, I was young. The, I was about. You've done the crate challenge. I was eleven or twelve years old, and I always played pranks on my younger cousin. She right. was like five years younger than me. You know, I, I, growing up, I was jealous because, like, when we were sick. um... Like, if I stayed home from school, I couldn't go nowhere, right? right. My parents wouldn't let me go nowhere. She stayed home from school. Fucking her mom would let her go run Fiesta. Around. We all lived under the same roof, but we had different rules. You know what I mean? So I was <laughs> yeah. like a jealous little kid. Whatever. I'd play <laughs> pranks on my cousin. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Right? My, my cousin knows. So, um, so one night it's raining outside, and 
thundering and stuff, and I want to, she's in her room doing whatever she's doing. She's young, and I want to scare the living shit out of her. <laughs> <laughs> and you were how old, like 12? Yeah, I was like 12 years old, and I wanted to like, on her window, right? right? So I had a lot of milk crates. We had a lot of milk crates. Where we got them, I don't know, but they were, I always had them for shelves in my room and right. everything, right? Milk crates on deck. So I stacked them Efficiency. up. No lie. One, two, three, four, up to the window, and it was raining. The roofs, it's you know, right under the roof. The water's coming off the roof. <laughs> I go up, and I get up, and I'm about to, like, scare living shit out. And whoop! You failed the crate challenge. Bro. <laughs> they fell. I fell. I had a bruise, no lie, like oh, this on my leg. Damn. You hit the fucking turf, huh? So I see the first crate challenge, and... And I see them stacked up, and I see them to go, and I said, oh, I already know what's going right. to happen. <laughs> yeah, He's been there. Yeah, so, <laughs> He's been okay, this sides fucking before. crate challenge. Look at this one. Oh, oh that is blatantly kicked the guy's fucking nah, crates dude, down. Dude, that's a broken would, rib. I Holy would get up and shit. break their Bro, that's like some shit somebody would get killed over. Yeah, I would shoot somebody. Nah, that's they, disrespectful as hell. That person. This is but, so, yeah, like, guys. Like, for, look at him. That was fucked up. start with that? That's not even fun. Look. For everybody that oh, fucking... Oh, my God. Everybody knows what the fucking crate challenge is by now. Yeah. But, but go follow certain that, people on Instagram. That's challenge. No, that was fucked up. But no, go no, follow no, certain people on Instagram like Snoop Dogg. Oh. And they got plenty of fucking videos of people eating shit <laughs> oh while doing this crate God. challenge. Oh, my And God. so, like, this Dude, shit no, is... No, no. You got to find them where we watch them walk up. We've got to have that anticipation. Dude, just, just search Crate Challenge on IG. I'm sure you'll fucking find one. So I saw one where a dude rolled a blunt walking up. Oh, shit. Down, what is that? Oh, right what? Look, no. this guy's on the bike, no, bro. Get out of here. <laughs> hey, he, oh, he my smooth. God. He fell smooth. Yeah, he, he took it easy. Why it's crazy that they've labeled this shit the Hood Olympics, too. Like, why did they do that? <laughs> fucking Hood Olympics. Dude, like. So does anybody in here think they could do the Crate Challenge successfully? I won't even try after one. I won't even try. No, I'm well, not even going to try. I've got like a pinsatic nerve right now. My, right. My, you I should can, probably stay grounded. Yeah, right. No. Dude, no. <laughs> but, dude, get out of that. Get off get of that. This. Get the fuck down. Please, Look, bro. bro that's, that's like you me that doing umbrella? it. You see that umbrella? <laughs> I mean, to start with, it's fucking raining, bro. Oh, my Look, God. It's already, I know it's what happens here. In, bro. I know what happens here. No, dude, dude, no. I don't want to see this. No, Poor guy's going to fucking die. At least no. they're falling. It does give me exactly. Oh, my God. Oh, they're going to do it. Bro. Watch dude, they, they, they've had to pay them, dude. They offered them some money for this. Guys, you need to watch this on YouTube so you can see this Crate Challenge video. This dude, shit somebody's going to kill themselves. It looks like no I'm lie. doing the Crate I'm Challenge. It, broken bone. No, those crates are... Those crates bro, are more, than, more than a broken somebody's bone. Somebody's going to break their neck. I saw some Is fucking... Is he dead? No. <laughs> what? No. Bro, I saw some posts on Facebook saying people doing Crate Challenges like... <gasps> Like we got ER like, beds available. Like, to, he like went two down, seconds. Oh, bro. maybe they're gonna show it. Oh, you can't rewind. I missed it. Yeah, no, you're good. They're gonna show it. He's that far up, bro, dude. That's oh crazy. Oh my god. I totally missed. Hey, Blue, it. you said like you could joint. do the crate challenge. Yeah. You can. Yeah, I can. How much would we have to pay how you? How many to likes? Do it? How many likes? How many likes do we need it, on this it video? It goes up six. So, oh, here they go. Ready? Two thousand. Two thousand likes. Get out of here. So you don't want to do oh. it then? <laughs> two likes. Oh, two, two likes. likes. Hey, two likes and we'll get blue <laughs> to do this. How many likes do you need? Two. I know a lot of people. Let's do, let's do, tw- let's do 50. Let's do 50 likes on YouTube. 
50 likes on YouTube, bro. 50 likes. If well, you this, get 50 likes nah, on YouTube. I can't promote that. I can't because <laughs> if you break your neck, I... I Dude, he's oh. the most... Oh. oh, my God. Dude, Blue's the most athletic guy I know. He fucking ran away from his apartment being caught on fire. Dude. So he, yeah, I was there. Hey, hey right. I got some fire stories. I told you I was a chemist. So I mean, you know, like dude, this shit is I crazy, dude. That. That should, it is crazy. Oh, oh, oh! At least, yeah, at least uh, caught his ass. Hell yeah, that's what I would have done. Hey, to dude, I have not dude, seen one video where they catch you, bro. When you fall, hey, that's real friends. Yes, I agree. Well, just in case if you do, bro, I'll catch you just like that. All right, so none of us, none of us think we can do the the crate challenge. Besides, you know what? I would try it. I would try it, but. No, I don't think no, I know. We were going to compete. Yeah, I know I couldn't do it. My fat ass would fall like on the second. Crate. Yeah, okay, but how high up? Because like that was a big difference. Like this guy and the one that we just saw. Well, no, it looks like they're going about six. Yeah, I think it's six up. No, I don't no, know. No, that, that one one's way high. higher, dude. Oh, no, it's look at this. Well, seven. this one's high as hell. That one's. That was like and this guy has beer in his hand. That's I mean, this is one That's of the. If I did the crate challenge, I would have a beer in my hand for sure. Dude, Chris, Chris wouldn't even get to the first one. Well, I would probably fall at the second one, dude. My coordination is terrible. Did you like tip over on the first one? Yeah, right? he's dude. got his Stepping shoes on off. He's one. one with the crates. I'll never Jesus know. Christ, oh, dude, no. Hey, dude, I know he's, he's gonna even, make he's it. He's, he's gonna make it. Are we really gonna watch this guy bust his ass? No, right he's now? gonna make it, bro. He's, he's doing. One he's by got one. his drink. He's had to. Dude, look, it's not even shaking. You know, he's what? going right down the middle. He's gonna make it. He's gonna make it. He might be the guy that rolled the blunt, the the up and down. What? It did it? What? Yeah, I've seen a good roll. Bro, I've actually seen a few it. videos where like people are dominating the fucking crate challenge. They're doing it all easy. Oh! oh! Homeboy almost died, bro. He did. did no, he's he dead. Died? No, did look, you, he's dead. Did you see how he oh, wow, died? Wow. Wow. Hey, That's Jacob, you're talking about somebody's. Dude, that guy just died. Bro. That's the we, first guy. We might, we might be in Okay, so this crate challenge is taking over the internet. It's yeah. taking over the country, I would say. And people were actually. I wonder if the country's like running out of crates. And they said weed. They <laughs> right. weed they're on, they're on sale. They're worried, <laughs> bro. They're worried about weed. Y'all worried about weed? People are doing this freely, killing themselves, putting themselves in the ER <laughs> during the pandemic. You are shit. one pathetic loser. <laughs> oh, fuck. I've never smoked a joint. And said, hey, let's go. To the <laughs> <Yeah>. challenge. <laughs> if anything, you'd be like, nah, I'm not gonna fucking do that. All right, guys. So that was the first trending topic we were talking about. Please the second don't do the one. Crate challenge. Please do not. Do it at your own risk, bro. But if you do, record it so we can and laugh tag at us, your ass. And tag us. And tag us. And then, not so me. the second fucking thing, guys. I don't know if you've seen this, but uh, the U.S. actually mandated COVID vaccines for all service members, which is pretty fucking crazy, dude. Everybody in the fucking Army, the Air Force, the Navy... They have to be vaccinated now. Hey, well, uh, uh, I mean, they have to be ba- vaccinated with all of the approved vaccinations already, anyways. Exactly. Right. It's nothing yeah. new. The FDA approved it. I mean, it, it, it's if it surprises you, you just have it. You don't know how things work. Yeah. You know, well, and, well, and, you don't know how many shots you get when you fucking into the military. You know, and I'm not, I'm not, I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna speak whether I'm for or against it, but I mean, it, it's, it's just the way. 
Well, it, like, I thought it was interesting because there was soldiers that were refusing the vaccine at first. Because they could. And then yeah. now it's like, nah, dude, no choice. No, I mean, well, didn't we have your friend they, on? They couldn't he... refuse They couldn't refuse all the other vaccines they get when they go in the army anyways. Right, all the you fucking know? hepatitis, all is, that it's shit. It's just a new time. So right. everybody after this, when they come into the army, they're going to have to get all the new it's ones. It's going to be a requirement. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, it's because, well, yeah, we did have my boy Jeremy on. Yeah, Jeremy. He's in the military. And this was already a while ago. This was probably like six months ago. Yeah, and he chose not to take. But it. he said a lot of like the people in his like platoon or like his brigade or whatever were not taking the vaccine. And they need to get out, which is crazy. Well, I mean, it's not crazy. It's just like it sucks. And yeah, it's just like I don't know. You think they would be like, okay, yeah, let's fucking take it, but you know, what do we know? So I'm not well. Like, let me take it. You know what I mean? But right. I haven't gone and got it. I don't. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. I lost my grandmother in December to, and she had COVID. Um, <clears throat> but I just don't. I don't go get the flu shot. Right. You got the marijuana vaccine, bro. You're good. You yeah. got THC. I smoke so much, we right. don't kill anything. Yeah, dude. <laughs> like you don't have blood in you. You just have THC just running through you. But it's nice, and like I, I commend you for that. You know what I mean? <laughs> but yeah, yeah dude you got his approval yeah like, scary movie too. when he gets shot and then the smoke starts <laughs> that's Paul right here bro do whatever you want to he's gonna be fine dude oh shit that's uh, funny but okay dude. last trending topic guys the oldest or not the oldest the tallest person in the US passed away recently what was that and pull was this he? up, Jacob, if you can. Look this guy up. He was the tallest, but I was still the highest. The- oh! <laughs> oh! God damn. So damn. This- but he's, he's right. really from the Northeast, bro. Right, dude. <laughs> bro, you it's cool though. I mean, that's just part of it, right? That's just how that's just how it's supposed oh, to be. Oh, I remember so, dude, I remember watching a documentary about so this. So yeah, guys. The tallest American wow. was seven foot eight. And he died at the age of 38. Oh, and he just recently passed away a few days ago. So was it, but it was his body, like, he was how old? He was 38, dude. He 38. was young. He had gigantism. Was, Is that what it's called? his body really 38? Um, I don't know, but I think he died. He died for medical reasons, for sure. Yeah. He had a size um, 26 man. shoe. He has a son? No, a size 26 oh. shoe. Oh, oh my, my God. God. What does Shaq have? 22, I think it was. Dude, that's ridiculous. But what's the difference? Four inches? Do you guys know who the tallest? <laughs> like four feet. Bro. Do you guys know who the tallest person in the world is that's still 23. alive? Twenty-three. Huh? Tw- what? No, the tallest one in the 23, world. Twenty-three. So three, three different, three shoe sizes higher. Dude, that's a fuck. Those. Are, that's wait. Like how big, tall was he? How tall was he that he passed away? Seven he was seven was, eight. Oh. And Shaq is seven two. Seven, seven foot eight. Seven inches seven taller one. than Shaq. Damn, bro. So. The old, the tallest guy alive right now. Do you guys know who he is? He's from China, right? No, he's from Turkey, dude. Turkey? He's eight foot two inches, bro. What? That's the tallest guy, according to Guinness Book of World Records. Him? He's the tallest fucking the guy. The tallest current, man ever was like eight eleven. Currently alive at this moment. What? Eight eleven. Yeah, the tallest guy is ever. That the shortest That's man? Why? I don't know. Oh, oh, Everybody's short is. to him. Shortest man me in London. Tallest man. Oh, there you go. Bro, that is fucking crazy. It's like I'll forever look. What do you think? What do you think is the worst part about being that tall? 
Everything? Be your, like, having to look or... down at everybody? <laughs> I feel bad and shit. No. No, but I mean, everything in life, like, everything's made for, like, our size. Like, taking a shit. You know, like, the toilet's so fucking oh, small. You know, that's, yeah, that's getting in a car, getting in a car, going somewhere, right, you know, getting like, in the cars on a plane. He's probably never been on a plane. Like, do you think, like... <laughs> <laughs> holy shit. <laughs> like, do you think... Maybe he had to, like, be on a ship by himself, like, like laying down, like... <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know, bro. You know, do you like, think if you're I'm this tall, like, why, why does he need a plane? He's already that high, you right? Know? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Is that mean? Like, I'm not trying no, to no, 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 no. I don't think it's mean. Eight oh, feet, eleven but, inches. What, what's a, like? What do tallest? you do with yourself if you're that tall? Eight feet tall. What? What the fuck do you do? Like, <laughs> what can you do? Play basketball. Yeah, but just because you're How that tall, tall is the rim? You're, you're taller than the rim. Like, Dude, you didn't even... <laughs> right. You're just placing the ball in the net at that point. But no, if you're that tall, you can't run fast, right? Yeah. There's no crazy. way. There's probably no way you can move that quick, dude. That heavy? Dude, You'd fucking tip over, bro. I wonder. Oh, my God. It being that tall in the fucking 40s? Yeah, dude, that shit Jeez. is fucking crazy, man. Got all the ladies. No, I think the ladies would be scared. Like, dude, his dick's probably fucking. Look at them. They I'm sure he could see them all at that height. I don't know. They look pretty happy. Yeah, they look pretty interesting. <laughs> they look interesting. They just don't know what's about to happen. They're like, you're. <laughs> They're about to get destroyed. They have no idea. Hey, you don't know that. He's like, <laughs> they may know, and they, that's why they're looking like right. <laughs> That's true. That's true. All right, guys. So those were our trending topics, and I don't want to be tall, but I don't want to be short. But I think I, I'd rather be the short guy. Well, you definitely don't want to be the tall ass guy. Uh, yeah, but you don't also want to be the shortest guy because, like, uh, I mean, yeah, dude. I mean, you fit anywhere. You ever take short people <laughs> seriously, really? Like, you know. What I mean? <laughs> Like really? If do you really take him seriously? <laughs> you dislike something? Yeah, damn. That's a good question, Chris. And the answer is no, no. I don't. Right, exactly. I'm, I'm just throwing that out there. You know what I mean? Yeah. But okay, guys. So well, let's get ready to wrap up this podcast. Here we're coming up on the 43rd minute. Uh, it's been a great time, Colt. Thank you once again, dude, for coming through and hanging out with us. And for some reason, there seems like there's a cloud forming. Yeah, the there's. Studio. I, I saw fog, and the, I thought it, it was the weather rain today. or some shit. But apparently, it's just fog. But yeah, dude, thank you for coming again, man. Uh, thank you guys for having me. Uh, you know, it was it was it was a good time. So good let time. everybody it's not over yet, dude. Yeah, it's not over right, yet. Right, we're keep we're, we're not done, right? <laughs> no, we got a few things left for oh, you. Oh, sweet! I was like, damn, it's already over. I'm like, hold on, I'm about to pull up. Hey, what's up? This random, this random. Yeah, yeah. This is coming up right here. I'm not um, ready to go home. But um, real fast, dude, tell people where they can follow you, where they can fucking support the movement for fucking trying to make Texas a better fucking place for people who like to use marijuana. Tell us how they can support you. So I'm definitely on Facebook. It'll be facebook.com backslash Morris, and that's D-E-M-O-R-R-I-S. Uh, on Instagram, ColtDemoris420. Um El Paso Normal on uh, Facebook. It'll be uh, uh, facebook.com backslash EP Normal. And we're also on Instagram. Uh, also, go and follow Legalize El Paso on uh, Instagram. Uh, we do a lot with them. Uh, uh, Mike's, uh, you know, do a, you know, Right there by my side. That's and, your right hand man. Yeah, and he, and yeah, I mean, he, but he does his own thing. I mean, he has his own thing, and and we do partner up and and get to it. You know, he has a whole 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 different following than I do. Uh, 
Um, he's, you know, and it's a, it's a great team. You know, uh, we, we both see different things, different ways. Click that follow button. And, right there, buddy. uh, yeah, definitely hit that follow button while you got it right there. That one. Yeah. No, no, no. The, the, it's really the other one. Yeah. That, I guess the other one was the follow, the backup because they were almost deleted, deleted his account. <clears throat> but, um, yeah, he's got a, he's got a lot of connections, uh, he does a lot of work here, and uh, you know you'll you'll see a lot of him. And he's very locally. active on his Instagram. I do follow him. Yeah, and I, I know you ha- you had want you had wanted something about or said something about how we met or something. And um, you know, all my work with Normal's always been at the state level. Uh, I tried to do it in the beginning at the local level, but my my representative was Carl Robinson. He's a commissioner now for my my side of town. Uh, he's anti drugs. For his own personal reasons, and so there was no flipping him, so I didn't mess with him, and uh, you know I didn't have any kind of support on council, so I left it alone. <clears throat> and then uh, I had heard that there was somebody that Mike was going every council meeting, every council meeting. So I met with him and I talked with him and I told him, look, because I've always had plans for council, but uh, I've just never pursued him because I didn't have the support. I didn't have, you know. He uh, says, "Got the munchies." Uh, they were good. And so we came, I uh, found somebody that was going all the time, and we, we partnered up and started going, going hard, and right. we started pushing the site release. So that's how we met. That's how we linked up, and you know we've been working together. Yeah, all, we're like on the same level. Yeah, uh, together ever since. Yeah, we've been doing it. You know, we we collaborated uh, for the march this year, and it was it was a great turnout. And uh, you know, they're they're a force of their own. Yeah, dude, that's what's up. And yeah, like Jacob said, he's really active on socials. So you can you can uh, see all the shit that these guys are doing. And Jacob had one question uh, for you about a movie, your favorite fucking stoner flick. What was that question? Or that was a question, right? Yeah, yeah. And that would be how high? How high? Oh. The first one. The first one. Okay. Of course. The second one doesn't exist. <laughs> What's your favorite stoner movie, Misa? Got blood. Oh man, I don't know. Um, I mean, the, I the very first one that like... I could remember that I just enjoyed. I'm um, watching. Well, I was high. Was half baked with it's Dave just, Chappelle. It's a classic. You know? It's a classic. You know, and that it was definitely classic. before how high. So, I mean, I was like what, like sixteen, probably when I saw it. It's just, it, it's a very memorable movie. I like sure. the older ones more. I like the Fast Times at Richmond High. That's a good one. Days and Confused. Days yeah, and confused. I mean, classic. Pineapple Express for me. That one was cool. Yeah. I didn't really like like the the other movies. I didn't like. I don't know. I wasn't really into them. And Pineapple Express was kind of cool, but I know it's probably I'm like tr- cornier than to, all the other I'm ones. I'm trying to watch it right now. My Netflix keeps messing up, but uh, on, if you need a password, brother, I got yeah. you. <laughs> I, got, I, I, I pay for it. I don't need it. Like, it should be working, but right. <laughs> that's true. Right? <laughs> anyway, Damn, true. enough. You should but. upgrade to HBO, bro. Let me know. I have HBO too. <laughs> hey, I need that HBO login though. I'm trying to watch that, that Cowboys Chris, Hard Knocks. You gotta get that down. Joe Buck okay, and Fire Stick. I've been watching Hard Knocks. Okay. I've been watching it's Hard Sad, it's so. disappointing. I mean, I just want to watch it. It's hyped up. It's badass. I, no, you know, you guys I, gotta I get the jailbroken fire stick. I got, pa- I got Paramount Where's Plus. That? Okay, so you're a plug for jailbroken fi- fire sticks. <laughs> Allegedly, too? Okay. I'm just Allegedly. saying it's an idea that you guys yeah, might want to like, look at. What? Right. What doesn't he not sell? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. So let's get ready to wrap this up. Fucking. Uh, what time is it? Does anybody know what time it is? Anybody knows? Four twenty. Oh. Wow, 
and that means or maybe it is time for the this or that segment here at conversing with chris and me so the podcast hosted by your boy chris Marcus. hey real fast colt i bet you're fuck if you had a watch it'd probably be like a nice like rollie or whatever that bitch would permanently be set to 420. <laughs> yeah. He'd make it stop working at 420. Like. So I do have a watch, and you can see it on my wrist if you see pictures of the march uh, that uh, somebody gave to me, and it's like uh, something special to me. And yes, it was on. It was stuck on 420. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> I knew it! Wow. There you go, dude. That's what's up, yeah. dude. Fuck and then I, I love when 840 comes around. We just passed 847 minutes ago because it's 420 times two. Hey. Wow! You double it up! Wow, guys, he's on another level here, man. Um, so, what are no you that way. type of guy that like on four twenty wakes up and smokes at four twenty in the morning? I smoke, I smoke at midnight. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was we, like we, dude, I understand the commitment, but dude, four twenty is the early four twenty in the morning, four twenty at night. All right. So, I mean, do you have an alarm set up at that time? Um, well, His body just wakes him up, bro. Just natural. Yeah. If, if it, yeah, four twenty in the morning, I'll probably stay up. Till he does it in his sleep to stay up for four twenty, and then wake up at four twenty, and just start my day. Okay, nice, dude. Wow. Hell yeah, that sounds Look good, at this man. Guy, man. All right, me. So let's. I want to be like music. Cole when I grow up. <laughs> <laughs> let's get some music. Let's hit him with some random this or that segments here. Or this or that questions on this segment. Um, so these are real fast. Don't think about it like too much. Uh, these are going to be quick, rapid-fire questions. So because, obviously, who you are, uh, let's start with the first one. Indica or Sativa? Indica. Ooh. Whoa! Indica. Oh, why? Look, check it out. So in, in New Mexico, usually uh, we identify Sativas by orange uh, hybrids by green and and, and and then indicas by purple and yeah indicas are my go-to uh, all day long okay indicas. cool wow. what good. about you chris um i say both whatever is rolling you know I mean? <laughs> yeah of course i'll smoke anything right. that's but we're, yeah, we're, we're just here for we're here for a good time not a long time folks <laughs> all right sonic or wendy's Oh, uh, with Sonic. Hey, hey, there you go. The Lion King or Toy Story as a kid? Uh, Toy Story. Okay, yes, that's sir. a good one. Good one. Um, yeah. So, would you rather road trip or go on a trip uh, by flying? Uh, am I stopping in multiple places? Um, you can. You can make it however you want. No, I, I, I like <laughs> to. Just, I don't know, man. I like to get there fast. Do you like get, to road trip? I do. You I seem like a road, road trip. I do love the road trip. Now, like, like four joints in on the way like to San flight, Antonio? That's a flight trip, I do. bro. I, 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 okay. I, yeah, I, I, I smoke and fly, man. I, right. I know you do. I never drink and drive. I always right. smoke and fly. So exactly. I, I'll, I'll always travel with weed on me. I take it across the border checkpoints. Fuck them. Yeah. Fuck them. So, so one time, Just I, a plant, I, man. I took an ounce with me, right? And... I've never really put it in like peanut butter, but I was with my girlfriend, so we put right. an ounce in peanut butter, and uh, we got past the checkpoint, and we pulled out half of it so we could roll, and we were on our way to San Antonio, and we were in Junction County, Texas, right? right? And uh, <laughs> I was I was starting to kind of fall asleep, and um, I had a piss real bad. So I started speeding, and my ass came up on the ass of a cop. Oh! So he pulled me over, and um, you know, went went through the ticket rigmarole, and I, he came back, and I, I 
while he was doing it, while when he walked back one time, I saw that I had weed on my shorts. <laughs> kind of brushed it off. <laughs> <laughs> and he did all the ticket stuff, and I was like, wow. And then he comes back, and he's like, uh, and I smelled uh, marijuana in your car. Would you mind stepping out? And I was like, fuck. So I was trying to be cool with him, you know, and, and uh, we uh, he... I told him where the half ounce was. I told my girl to put it in her, under the seat or something, or in her purse, and, and it was under the seat, and he's like, are you sure that's yours? And I was like, yeah, it's mine. And he's like, it wasn't where you told me it was. And I was like, whatever, it's mine. So, <laughs> And then he's like, is that all you have in the car? And I debated, well, do I tell him about the rest in the peanut butter jar? <laughs> <laughs> like, am I, like, what do I do? Is he going to look? and I don't think he looked, but I told him, and yeah, he took my ounce of weed. Dang. Oh, he took jail. your peanut butter and I shit? I still have a Well, I, I owe them like $1,200 to this day. Fucking junction, <laughs> junction like, county or whatever. not going to do, so right. they, have like, they have like a credit company or credit. Right. Uh, yeah, it goes to collections and shit. <laughs> right. Pay them in peanut butter, bro. Okay. <laughs> dude, that's crazy. Okay, real fast. Let's get some more random categories in. You're good, dude. Just, uh, you know, be careful. Just, you know, if you got a piss, just pull over right then and there. <laughs> piss yeah, on the dude. side of the road. Fuck it. Or it's just piss on your pants, man. Fuck yeah, it. Dude, fuck it. You don't want a weed charge, right? Yeah. It's, a, it's a whole ounce, bro. Come on. <laughs> I'm not pissing in my pants. That's half a pissing. <laughs> I'm not pissing in my pants. All right. Uh, real fast. Let's uh, hit a few more. Um, let's, uh, let's see. What do we got for you? Okay, um, Drake or J. Cole? How about that? J. Cole, definitely. Damn, that's a good Damn. one. Yeah. What's your favorite J. Cole song? Middle Child, probably. Uh, that shit my, slaps. My stepdaughter's a real huge fan of J. Cole. She's actually going to go see him in Vegas in October. Hey. And uh, I've never really... I've call, I've always called Drake uh, Drake the fake. Damn, you're hitting on he's my got, butt. He's got ghostwriters, bro. I love Drake. Exactly. Yeah, the ghost He's writer, got real ghostwriters. But, but who doesn't have fucking people that me, help him write? Eminem. Oh, okay, that's true. Well, I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure, just kidding. They're not on the same I'm level. I'm sure but, Eminem had somebody fucking you. help him at some point. Maybe, maybe input. But Dr. Dre was probably in the <clears throat> studio with them. Like, bro, well, rap it like know, this. Man. That's, you know? that, I don't know. That's something he would have to say. <laughs> Chris is making right. some accusations. But, uh, Eminem, you let us know, man. You could be on this yeah, show. Dude, I know I you're, know you're watching. watching. Yeah. You I'll can be here yourself too. right I'm, here. I'm going to be here for that one. But, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> I do I do jam uh, some of Drake's stuff here a lot recently. Hey, but definitely J. Cole over Drake. All right. Boneless or bone-in wings? Boneless. Hey, what? Breck. Boneless. Boneless. Yes, sir. Do you want me to right spell here. it for you? Right here. B-O-N-E-L-E-S-S. -E -E Boneless. All the fucking way. Boneless. Yes, sir. That's how you spell With it? a lot of ranch. <laughs> yes. With I mean, a lot of ranch. With the tub of ranch and shit? Yes, He's sir. bathing in it? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Last, last fucking one right here. Um, would you rather have chocolate or vanilla ice cream? Swirl. Oh! Yeah. He said, you know what? Respectably... Let me get both, motherfucker. All right. <laughs> I have an extra question. Misa's got a question. Misa's question. Okay, so let's say you decide you want to go to the club with a friend, right? And then you tell your girl, hey, I got to go to work. All right. And then you tell your side chick, like, yo, girl, meet me at the club. Bring a girl for my friend. And then so your side chick shows up with your girl. What are you going to do? <laughs> Oh, that's a really crazy hypothetical question. Uh, I'm asking for a friend. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, uh, man. I mean, pray. 
Find some Jesus. I'll, I'll like, take it. Talk to whatever, whatever, like whatever. Do what you got to do. But right. everyone's I can't put myself in that position because I've never like. He doesn't take me as a strip club with guy. Multiple. Well, I mean, dude, they had Jaguars following well, me. Well, I've been in a strip club very few times. And so I've done some bills, bro. One of the last times I fell in love with one, and uh, <laughs> we, we had a, a, like a two-year relationship, and she fucking stomped on my heart. <laughs> I, I fell in love with a stripper, brother? I, yeah. And I still love her to the right. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh my god! I lost a whole ass Uh, boy, a whole ass friend. What was her stage name? Yeah, Blue. Blue. Oh! Yo, for real, real fast. I had a, I had a good friend in high school, and I do. I I I love her to death. Her and her kids. I had a good friend in high school, man. Yeah, he spent too much time at a strip club, and he fell in love just like you. Changed his whole fucking life. Never saw the guy again. You know what I mean? That could have been you, hey, brother. People hate on me for it, but I, I mean, I know it's, it's hey, you're not there. But it. it's that's just what my place. heart feels, right. and, and I have a really big attachment to those yeah, kids. Dude. You know, and right. but Jacob looks like he is, loves a fucking stripper. It is stripper, what bro. it is. Life is life, and if you do, Jacob man, looks like he would fall in love with a stripper. Hate on you. <laughs> <laughs> Colts give it his approval to fall in love with a stripper. So well, I mean, guys. everybody needs love. Hey, just just fair warning. Wrap it up. Mm. Make sure you can take the ride. All right. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Fuck. All right, guys. So if you guys are dating advice. a stripper and you want to come on the podcast and t- talk about it, let us know there's so we can be, fucking figure. We got to get a stripper on here, dude, and then we'll get. I've said it, I've said it since, since I first got into this podcast with this guy, and he's like, why the fuck are we going to have a stripper on here? And I was like, that's why. This is why. <laughs> this is why. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. There's so going to be some, <clears throat> some girls that hate on me. You should probably edit that part. No, <laughs> we're good. No, we're good. <laughs> Unedited. We respect, uh, respectively, all the strippers out there. No, no, keep not, doing not the, no. They're dancers. Right, dancers. Oh, exactly. Right. But also, you know what? It's a hustle, man. Right, right, dude. Right. You and also, you knew what you were getting into. Honestly, right? if I was yeah, a chick, I'd probably be a stripper. No joke. You look like a fucking I don't stripper. Know if you'd be able to. And it sucks. It, it sucks, <laughs> and I'm stuck like that. Whatever. It's okay, dude. I'm here for you. I'm right? working on it. I'm working through my demons. Right. If you ever need anything, I'm here for you. He's All right, guys. Thing. He's so, a fighter for sure, bro. Let's get ready to wrap this up. Let's go around the the fucking studio here. Give our final thoughts on today's episode. Let's start with Misa today. Final thoughts, bro. Yeah, dude. I wish I could because I, 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 they're not working right now. I can't remember. Your brain uh, stopped yeah, working? Dude, yeah. No, I'm just kidding. No, I just want to say um, Colt, bro. Great story, man. I, I love where you're coming from, what you're doing. Um, you. it, it's a challenge that I feel nowadays that somebody needs to take, but it you know it takes a good, you know, the right person to do it, and I think you're... You're the right guy. Um, I, re- I really love what you're doing, man. Um, I wish you luck in everything you do. Thank you. Um, Jacob, bro, our sponsor, dude, these chips, bro. Hit me up with 12 bags. I'll let you know what's up. Um, our boy Blue, dude, there's a stripper name after you, bro. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll say former. We'll say former. <laughs> former. Allegedly. Allegedly. Her legacy well, probably still lives Because I want to share this and like... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie, but there, there's a big possibility that there's another stripper named Blue somewhere out there in Oh, America. no, like, Shut I'm going to be like, here, listen to this, but she's going to hear it like, oh, uh, anyways. <laughs> but I'm digging my whole thing. Tell <laughs> so you miss her, bro. Anyways, so bro. You miss her. <laughs> <laughs> Unblock me, babe. 
<laughs> Let me slide back in the DMs. Uh, anyways, guys, everybody listening, guys, thank you very much. You guys would be, uh, make sure to be safe and uh, stay fresh. Jacob, final thoughts today, brother. Dude, Colt, thank you so much, bro. It was honored, bro. Thank it's you. great meeting the guy thank in the you. front line fighting the fight, so that's dope. Thank you. Chris, thank you for having me here, bro. It was dope. Yeah, thank you, Chris. Cool thank experience. you, Lisa. Thank you, you guys. You know, uh, I love talking and I love getting the message out and 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 bringing awareness. You know what I mean? That's that's what needs to be done. And and every 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 two years is another set of ears listening. You know, right? Oh yeah, man. Yeah, dude. Thank you again, well, dude. Uh, final thoughts for me, guys. Thank you again once again for being here, dude. I mean, this is probably one of the fucking people that I've chased after to be on this podcast the longest time. And it's, it's, you know what I mean? Like November it's, it's, 2019 is when right. first to me, me, dude, it's fucking like huge because it's like, finally, like we were able to fucking make this happen. Man, I'm and, glad to have you been here, man. And for me to have you on, dude, and to bring you on, especially yeah. during these times with everything that's going on, it couldn't have worked out in a better way. And I'm glad because I didn't want you showing up to my fucking parents' house in my garage, <laughs> recording on a shitty beer pond table with one mic. And at least you got to, to come when we're a little bit more established and do a very good formal interview and like it was the shit dude and thank you like for being here and like telling your story and letting people know what you're all about because that's what this shit is fucking made for that's why we do this podcast so people can do can can figure out what's going on with other people and and spread a fucking positive message of trying to get fucking texas to chill on their marijuana laws so people can live a better life that's all that's what this shit's about man so Thank you for that, Misa. Thank you for being here. Kind of have to, bro. I don't know what to tell you on that one. Uh, Blue, the beer is cold as ever, bro. Bro, I've never had a fucking beer freeze in ice. Like, just in fucking regular ice. I've never had a a, a fucking chest with beer freeze. So, I think Blue's new name is Sub-Zero. And then, Jacob, thank you for being here, bro. Thank you for stepping in to the producer chair. Good job, bro. We really do appreciate it. And thank you for all your your work as a sponsor. I'm taking these Uh, home, by the way. Misa's taking those home. Guys, make sure you guys are following us on Facebook. Fucking like us on Instagram. Subscribe to the fucking YouTube channel. You guys are watching the videos. Hit the fucking subscribe yeah, button. Please. It's not that fucking hard. Hit the subscribe button. You'll see when we drop episodes each and every fucking Sunday, guys. With all that being said, we are... G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G-G